one thing that I learned in secondary school is how to be a hustler. I think I have wicked tendencies, but I'm not wicked. <laughs> you're always saying bad energy stay far away, but bad huh. energy stay far away. But you're the bad energy. I dare you to lick in Kechi's pants. You guys don't know I have brain. I have brain. I got a friend now. <laughs> First of all, nobody asked. Second of all, your outfit is actually trash and we don't care. The only time the only time I'm on my knees is well that's 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 classified. Ah, this is a family <laughs> channel. I hope my mother isn't listening to this podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the care package. It's episode 59. And yes. as you guys we have a very, very special guest with us. Someone today. dear to both of our hearts. She doesn't just have to put it in there. Like, I wish she blows well. <laughs> Actually, it was in church as well. So I, I was really bored. I'm not advocating nonsense, but I was really bored in like you know junior church and mm-hmm. whatnot. Like I don't know, it wasn't really gingering me that Sunday, and I was like, can I go to the bathroom? Okay. So I went. I went downstairs. You know when you lie and just you want to go to the bathroom, yeah. just strolling, <laughs> just and, roaming. As in, and when I was coming back upstairs, some person stopped me and was like, "Oh, you part of the dance group? I cannot dance." <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went back inside, carried my stuff. I was like, I'm, I'm going for dance class. I have my dance class now. <laughs> when I got there, someone else entered and was like, oh, we need all the people who are part of choir to join us now. I was like, no, you don't really need to dance, bro. I really to sing. Yeah, I think I'll just go and try that one because, you know, we do karaoke at home, you know. Yeah. So I should be good. I can just be in the background. When I got there, like after a few weeks, I ended up getting solos and stuff. And I was like, ah, ah. It was actually scary because I, I I was one of the youngest um in the choir and mm-hmm. I used to be like, why are they picking me? Because I didn't know I could sing, I just knew I enjoyed doing mm-hmm. what you were doing. So yeah. I was even 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 up to um Day Waterman, I didn't know I could sing. Like I just no, no I'm being serious, I genuinely just enjoyed it because I used to get so confused. I was like, why is Mr. Me always chasing me? Designer and an actress. 
That was it. I'm still gonna do all of that. Purr, big purr. Thinking about how you said you've been doing it from a really, really young age, and I guess as you progress, like, what inspirations, like, who inspires you to sing now? Like, are there any inspirations you have? Um, hmm. Do you mean just for, like, in terms of making my music or, like, actually being an artist? Yeah, being an artist. What inspires you? What's your drive? What's my drive? <laughs> I, I genuinely love being on stage, like, performing. I love that. And, um, I mean, I listen to other people and I'm just like, damn, they make me feel some type of way. And I'm yeah. like, I want other people to feel that type of way as yeah. well. You know? Like, the other day, I was like, I have to do something. I can't remember. I, okay, I was taking out my hair mm-hmm. and um, I put on the Beyonce um, vi- video, like mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. Homecoming. Yeah, Homecoming. Yeah. Why did yeah. I? <laughs> you know, and I was literally just there in my room dancing. Like, I was just feeling on top of the world. You know, I was just like, I want to do that. I want to mm-hmm. do that and more, you know? Amen to that. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. Coachella, we'll soon watch it. We'll see on me now. I knew her. I went to school with that one. <laughs> and in terms of, so what is your music style and who are your music inspirations? Like, who do you try to sound like? Whose music makes you think, mm, I want to write like that? Um, hmm. Okay, so I grew up listening to a lot of, like, Whitney Houston, Michael mm. Jackson, you know. That that was my vibe. My parents would always play that. So at first, when I started making music, a lot of R&B as well. So when I first started making music... And writing music, it was mainly very R and B, you know, just kind of like I I know you probably heard one of the first songs I wrote, nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We live and we learn. We're moving forward. Um, but in terms of like, I feel like as an artist, you can never just really be in one place. So I've kept on like evolving ever since then. Um, so from the R and B, and then with COVID, I came back to Lagos and I started working with people over there and it's like i listen, started listening to music more mm-hmm. you know and it was entering my head and yeah i kind of switched up to more of like an afro, afro dance you yeah. know because everything else i had done before was very like sad like oh cry over my my boyfriend mm. um you don't cry over men on the um um so yeah so now i'm just more of like a Dance, dance, and enjoy yourself, but also write whatever I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But do you think? I think moving to Nigeria. Do you think you felt obviously you you enjoy Afrobeat most? That's kind of what you want to write. But do you have you also felt like that's kind of what you have to write? Because I was listening to a podcast with Tia Savage and Ebuka, and she talked about how she did R and B and all that she wanted to do for years, and she just didn't really blow. And she went to America and she did backup and all that. She didn't really blow. She came back to Nigeria and she gave us love me, love me, love me, and all that. Yeah. She blew. And now, if you see, so it's kind of going back to that R and B. So do you think in a similar way you've kind of felt like let me do Afrobeats for a while and then I can go back to my R and B? To be honest. When I first started, I was like, I'm not doing... You people... They gave me the beat. I said, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's not happening. I can't do it. It's not me. Because to me, I've always thought R&B, I actually, like, sit down and, you know, you have your lyrical and you really take your time, you know. Mm-hmm. But with Afro, they told me, you don't have to do too much. And I can't not do too much. Like, yeah. you know, they were like, it, the people that listen to this music, they don't need all those big grammar that you to write and stuff, you know. So, to an extent, I kind of understand where she's at. But for me, personally, I feel like... Actually, not even just me, personally. With the music industry now, 
I feel like everyone has freedom to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Like as I wouldn't I wouldn't put myself in a box and say now that I've I've started moving to the Afro sound that's all I'm ever gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like you know I could branch out and do whatever I want, do whatever I feel feels right yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fact because even within the afro sound like this before in 2017 time it was just okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. but now in afro beats there's the santis there's the melvito exactly. there's the Mar- yeah. yeah like there's so, you so much you can do within even, the afro even, sphere even people like thames and ira like coming what? onto the scene and yeah. like, they've changed what afro beats you know like what's it called that, that oh, i'm so sorry mm. that song I knew it. Essence. Oh yeah. That's yeah, very yeah. embarrassing. I <laughs> Essence, for instance, that's not your your typical your typical yeah. Afrobeats, you know. So I, I find that true. interesting though. How when you said you know they just it's kind of like your voice was taking a backseat to the beats. They were kind of like yeah you know you don't really need to do that much. Yeah. That's very. That's a very interesting concept because I feel like when you sing songs now, like the classic is on the low, like. The beat is okay, but it's the way Bonaboy rant and Jelena temperature <laughs> that's making everybody. I just find that very interesting. That was said. Mm-hmm. No, um, and in terms of like the people around you, your family and your friends, have they always been supportive, or have you? Oh have... my god, my family are like a thousand and ten percent support. Shout out to we the whole family. <laughs> they are the best. Like literally, from like my, my grandparents, literally my my granddad's posted on my instagram like he will literally be waiting for me to post it. Like, like well done keep the jamming my girl. Like, like everyone is really really supportive my dad the other day he was going to a meeting and he heard jam on the radio i because normally i get notifications but this time i didn't but he just sent it he recorded the whole thing sent it in group chat um, and he's like shouting oh i just had jam on the <laughs> and it's so lovely like i actually like shed a few tears because it's just very like it's just, those are the moments I'm that looking for because obviously I want to make my family proud mm-hmm. yeah. um, and they, they, they honestly support me so much like I can't even like my mom was the one who pushed me to go into the studio if I'm being very honest that's fantastic like, she that's what we love me. to hear we actually love it because yeah. some Nigerian parents they're not trying to hear it yeah yeah, no, at the end of the day, you have to do what makes you happy. I think exactly. And I think, I mean, especially in something creative, like having your family support when you're doing that, especially honestly, since you, like, when you're not one of the big four, like, it's literally just your thoughts and your vision yeah, that you're no, putting it's, it's, in front it's of everyone. It's helped me a lot because um, I can be quite close off sometimes. So my family obviously see me a lot of the time. So when I start going into my no bowl, it's usually music related. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, maybe something's happened. You know, or in the past few years, it's usually been um, music related. So everyone's always like, well, you know, okay, so what's the problem? How are we going to solve it? Like, let's actually get out of this funk instead of just being in this bubble and feeling like, oh, no. Shout I know, they really, I really, I don't know what I'd do without them. Like, they literally are like my biggest support line, but like working behind the scenes, you know, nobody know about that, but please. Love to see it. Love yeah. to see it. So what's it been like transitioning from just writing songs in my bedroom to going to the studio recording properly how's that been hmm. i don't i don't know because if i'm honest with the way i work mm-hmm. um i pretty much still work on my own mm-hmm. so i would usually just have beats sent to me and then i write on my own and then if once i have a proper song together i would go to the studio and record or get a studio set up and record mm-hmm. um or i don't think there hasn't really been a difference for me because it's 
still pretty same. much the same yeah still the same authentic like it's my music like you don't have a ghostwriter <laughs> yeah yeah no, 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 no. yes i had a singer <laughs> singer song <laughs> i won't lie we have like my team and i have discussed like the option of it mm-hmm. because recently i've had like really bad um writers creative yeah, yeah. i don't know I've I've tried to speak to other people who make music as well and like see what they usually do when they get into that funk and whatnot. But I've been trying almost every creative now, block but... is really really hard because nothing like till you get that one like flash that mm-hmm. you just can't see past yeah. anything. You just it's feel like, like anytime yeah. I listen to a beat, I just end up with, with the same melodies. Like it just feels like I'm going around in circles and it's just it drives me crazy. So sometimes yeah. I take some time off and then I come back, but. Well, yeah, I definitely feel like sometimes, you know, just taking a step back and being like, peace out. And then coming back and you're like, actually, wait, yeah. that's how I used to solve my math homework. You leave it for go. like one hour and you come back. <laughs> yeah, so I'll come to you. I guess the only concern with that, and the reason why loads of people fall to using ghostwriters, is that the music industry is so... You need to make hits, 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 so people forget about you. So have you ever had that worry that, oh, if I don't get out of this mental block, they're going to forget, I'm going to lose yes, my mojo. Yes, I have. <laughs> I have been because... If, Okay, so Jam, which is my, my new single. Go and check it out, everybody. If you like, go, go and check it out. Um, I wrote that over a year ago, and there were just too many like problems behind the scene before mm. I could actually release it. And sitting on that song, but having so many people like behind the scenes listen to it and tell me how great of a song it was, mm-hmm. put a lot of pressure on me. Mm. Because that was one of the beats I actually rejected. I said I wasn't going to do it. That it's too Jamaican. It's just mm, not me. Like yeah. I'm an R&B girl. <laughs> and then I took it home and I just started freestyling. And I was like, ah, uh-uh, come on. I mean, now you're giving them vibes now. <laughs> and then I actually finished the song and I was like, okay, this is actually vibes. So because there wasn't that wasn't my usual formula, mm-hmm. you know. Ever since I've just been like, damn, I have to give them another yeah. hit song and I don't know how we're gonna do the it. Pressure. But, yeah. Music industry, I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty brutal because, like, yeah, even, like, is. someone, like, what's that song? That kid that called song, Friday, Wake Up, mm. it's a part, it's a, it's a mad thing. Like, that song was released three years before that thing blew up. And it's the guy, with lots of he's finding it so see. hard to, like, top it, because that thing went, phew. Yeah, mm. it, th- that's one of the things. Okay, so with the, with the music industry, I read this somewhere that 72% of most of the um music consumed mm-hmm. oh wait 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 let me just <laughs> come back <laughs> most of the music is better 72 percent of it are songs that have been on the market for 18 months plus yeah. no, that's so fast. the rest of it is only like new music and th- that doesn't give a lot of room so it's like your your song has to just you know easiest way in because mm-hmm. I, I mean it kind of makes sense you know me i'm not david so i can't even look at ck love wants it to yeah, like, so i've been knowing that song since like it was on my playlist yeah, jamming yeah, everything yeah. then when it's just a blue i was like from where you're late to the party <laughs> is that t- is that clock up that's what i was about to say it's just proven that as the there's new ways of Making promoting music, but if you the TikTok people catch your song, that's like, a that one you want to ban back. Like, yeah, those guys are off and on Apple Music. Like, how many? But the times? thing is, that I, I feel like things like that scare me to an extent. Like, 
in as much as I want my song to be big, mm. I don't want it to be so big to the yeah, point that I have no follow up and then I just become like one hit one wonder. And like everyone's yeah. like, well, that was such a good song. And then nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing else. Like, I get that. I guess I'm not even saying that CK is a one hit wonder, but for the rest of his life, wherever he goes, he has to sing Love One. Yeah, that's good, but sing that song. Literally. That's yeah. <laughs> but in that, in that. Thing though, I think just in general, the way that we consume music and the way music blows has definitely changed. So oh, definitely. that year before we were, is how many CDs are they buying from you in the shop now? It's about <laughs> streams and all those things. Yeah. So how do you make sure that you stay on top of all those trends, um, in terms of like social media and also you know streaming and things like that? Well, yeah, I'm a very good um. Well, what would I say? I I use social media a lot mm-hmm. so i'm constantly seeing like looking out for new trends mm-hmm. and like seeing how other people are doing it um sometimes i feel guilty that i just spend a lot of time on my phone but i'm also using that time to like study other people's mm-hmm. tactics so um let's say for instance the the whole year because i took a whole year off like social media everything i was just like behind the scenes doing my own thing mm-hmm. working with people and stuff trying to get everything together and during that time i was watching other people other artists like whenever they release a song like how how do they follow up with it like what what strategies are they using Mm -hmm. on social media even like just engaging with the with their fans and stuff Mm -hmm. i was just watching and trying to pick little things that i thought like i could use as well Mm -hmm. um and also i think i'm really lucky because i've got an amazing team as well so they're working tirelessly to make sure that we're also on top of the game so yeah, I guess my issue with social media promotion is that it's very iffy. Like, there's no, there's no exact science to it, and I feel that's what's stumbling a lot of like, I don't want to say older, like much of the older generation. They don't, they just can't understand why you know social media is taking off the mm-hmm. way it does. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing, like you mentioned, like it's convenience. Like you can just be in your bed and you know mm-hmm. you're you're figuring out people's taxes. Like giveaways are a really big one. I recall you doing the challenge. Yeah. For one of your songs, like interact interaction is the one. Like just you know, it's yeah, not it's only like paying for ads, yeah. but it's like interacting yeah. with your fans. I and feel your like families. it's really important because like people then feel like a part of you, like mm-hmm. a part of your family and whatnot. And me personally, I want to see that my fan base is kind of like, you know, they're my people. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to be able to connect to them, connect with them, um, and um, you know. Just have like a bit of a community. Yeah, yeah no, I think that's definitely a thing with music as well because you want people to relate to your music. You want people to be like, oh, this that's what she said. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's not even really that. Just feeling like you're approachable. I'm not saying like too mm-hmm. accessible, but like to the extent that like if I saw you outside, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I don't want to see. Yeah, like, I yeah. like this person's music, but I don't want to. You see get that. that a lot where they're like some people that like they just look mean. Yeah. Like they yeah, just exactly. don't look approachable, but they're yeah. like, I'm really nice. It's like, well, you don't look. Good, so <laughs> <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Okay, and in terms of social media, do you have people that manage your social media accounts, or do you do it all by yourself? Or how does it work? Okay, so in the past, I've had um situations where it's been mixed yeah mixed managed so Mm -hmm. they've had like full access to everything Mm -hmm. and um would post on my behalf as well but now with my new team they have access to everything but i also get um very much involved Mm -hmm. as opposed to you have a bigger like yeah. say yeah so it's more of like a group work yeah mm-hmm. rather than so, they're like what telling you what's yeah exactly yeah. so now if so we've got the main group and then we've got like a content group um and 
if I need to post anything or if they need me to post something, you know, we share all the ideas in there, um, captions, everything, everything just gets shared in that group chat. So that's pretty much. Yeah. And I guess in a way that model is kind of better because we just spoke about authenticity and people feeling like they exactly approach you. Whereas, yeah, because if you have a say in the post and people know, okay, this is still Armina, this is still her vibe. Yeah. Whereas the other models, they've been like, Mm, I'm not really sure it's still exactly. Me, you know, the first time they first time they started doing that, like I would read the captions and I'm like, you know, my friends know that that's not me because I would <laughs> yeah, never say something like yeah. that. And it was just kind of like, a, well, we're doing the work we need to do. Yeah, and it was kind like, of like okay. our way or the highway, basically. Yeah, almost, almost, because there, there would be times where I'm just like, I really don't like how this comes across, or I don't like, you know. But. And that's interesting that they didn't really take your opinion on it, because especially being from the generation that uses social media, you would think that would, yeah. they would like some input mm. about, because, you know, the way our parents post on, like, Facebook and the way they post on Insta is two completely mm, different exactly. things. Like, our parents would be like, congratulations to my Amina, she just went to school today, <laughs> and Amina now posts plus four four. <laughs> different like yeah I'm, I'm interested in why they didn't just take your well, opinions if it's not like they didn't just take my opinions they also felt like they would know better than me mm, because they, they have experience yeah exactly but um dude that group of people i worked with were a bit um older than mm-hmm. the group i'm working with now yeah. which also has an impact on how things are done these people are a bit closer to my age mm-hmm. right why are you laughing <laughs> <laughs> i'm still thinking about the plus four <laughs> um so these people are a bit closer to my age and um so it just makes it easier because we're almost in the same we can relate with each other yeah exactly and i guess also with nigerians there's also this whole respect like thing yeah you to your elders yeah and that does not run with me i respect who respect themselves because there's some people there's some people that are like twice my age why do i have to respect you if you're it's being not even rude a, to me. About, like being rude to me but like the way you carry yourself as well like mm-hmm. you can just see that you have no self-respect so how do you <laughs> why, why, why shall i respect you? you it doesn't make sense yeah you know? i've yeah. said like it, i don't know it just gets a bit iffy i mean at the end of the day, I'm Nigerian. My mom just give me one knock on the head. You have to. That's true. In terms of the Nigerian scene, how have you, have you had people be like, oh, this baby is too young, like in terms of like, she's navigating the scene. People are like, oh, this one, what does she even know? Come back, it feels it. Because I saw a tweet about how, because Ira Star is 19, obviously, as we all know, um, and she got um, nominated for a heady, yeah, I think it's yeah. next rated. People were like, oh, she's... I actually said that she should be. She should. Yeah. People were like, oh, she's too young. She should come back in a few years. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. She has talent now. She's giving you back. All of you people are dancing bloody stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I said that she should come back in two years. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So have you had problems with that? People being like, oh, no, this one, she doesn't have much to say. She's too if young. I'm being very honest, most people don't know how old I am. <laughs> but like, like, let's keep it mysterious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like I do it on purpose, though. But yeah. like, eventually, if you ask me, I'll tell you how old I am. Mm-hmm. But like, it, like people don't actually know so they don't see me and be like oh my god yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I i think also because i've heard okay the way you carry yourself you don't look you don't act like you're someone your age mm-hmm. which i don't know if is a compliment I mean, or i think it's a compliment i think it's a compliment it because some well. people are 19 and they carry themselves like 19 like for I'm right. I am not 19. No, 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 I know. She's not a teenager. That's what <laughs> you guys need to know. She's not a teenager. Oh, but like some people be 18 and they carry themselves like, you know, maybe because they have older siblings, but they just carry themselves mm. like, you know, they're already the 21, which is why some people don't get ID that places. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it <hurts> me. <laughs> Good. But yeah, I mean, we mentioned a lot of change. So let's talk, you know, changing dynamics. So, you know, in social settings, friendship, like, mm. how have your dynamics changed? Have Are people treating you? Are people looking at you differently? Like, oh God. <laughs> we don't need to go into too much detail. detail. Okay. Um, but I feel like it's definitely different. Um, one thing I will say is that everything you see on social media is not what it is in real life. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that none of my successes I posted is <laughs> but um, all I'm saying is that, like, I feel like on on Instagram, for, for example, it just, it seems a bit more amplified. And then mm-hmm. when people see me, they're like, oh my God, well done. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Like, I really, really appreciate it. I love when people say that, but mm-hmm. a part of me is just like, I just don't want to feel like I'm that, like, I don't know, everyone... Oh, I'm about to expose myself. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, things have changed. Um, some people have been different to me and we no longer are friends anymore. But that's that's that's, life. that's, that's life. life. And honestly, I think some friends are for seasons and, you know, some friends are for you to learn things. And that's totally fine. That's interesting. You move on and... Yeah. You know. Some friends are just for cruise. <laughs> the difference you call when it's time to go out. True, that's actually very true. Exactly. Know your, know who who your friends are and why they what are in their, your life. Yeah, there's some friends that you serve. work with. There's some friends that you would then not even try certain things with. You yeah, know? some people you go to. And doesn't mean you love them any less. Yeah, yeah. they just, just they just serve a certain purpose. You know where you exactly. are. Me, yeah, I know exactly. where I am. Exactly, it, it, it saves you lots of trauma and heartache and headache and problems. Headache. That's the one. Some people are just headaches. <laughs> Okay. And what's it been like? I, cause I, I, I don't know if you said this on social media or if you told me personally. I can't remember. But we talked about, um, you going on radio shows, especially in Nigeria, having to speak pigeon and things. Oh like my that. god! <laughs> How has that been? Cause me, my pigeon is terrible. Like Definitely. I understand it, but going to go speak it. Yeah, I understand yeah. it, right? But like growing up, I my parents didn't like me to speak pigeon mm. a lot. Um. So. I, I used to hear a lot of people around me, but I didn't speak it. I, in my heart, so believed that... You were the baddest! I didn't my manager being like, oh, but you had to speak pigeon. I said, okay, look for I got this. I get it. I get there. And I'm like, speaking, everything. And like, the guy actually just said, if your tongue is just this, okay, you can speak English for I said, I can do it. I can do it. Please don't don't give up on me. Like, nah, I don't. I don't know. It's one of those things where I can say phrases, but because it was like a conversation, mm, you know, and it it's like to back flow. to back, yeah. years of flow, and I was just there, like, um, like trying to, you know, I couldn't even. Speak even if you me. notice, like, even when we speak to each other, we will mix a bit of pigeon in it, but it's just purely like, like to be speaking. It's just purely grammar. Pigeon. Like it's like. Yeah. Guy, like that time I told you that, like, I, like yeah, it's a yeah. mix. Like, I, I don't know people, people that do. Nah, pigeon is not easy. It's not easy. Well. It just sounds like remix English, but actually, it's its own language. And the thing is, when you're trying to speak, because we, like, if we speak pigeon to ourselves, then we we understand ourselves. But when you're speaking pigeon to somebody who's basically fluent, yeah. they're like, ah, what was this baby was saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the guy that I ever talk is too <laughs> Nah. And, well, you I mean, you talked about, you know, you being in your elements on stage. So I can imagine doing live shows, radio shows, interviews like this. This is, you love it. Yeah, I practice in the shower. 
and I meant that. <laughs> I actually did. Like before, before you guys, I kept on saying, okay, so I was gonna do like a whole intro. Guys, this is Elmina, aka the real Elmina, also known as the Burgundy Baddie. I literally think of like scenarios in my head. I'm like, okay, so what, what would you respond to this? Like, if you went on an interview and this was happening, mm. you know? I promise you, <laughs> that's why when people like ask me, like, how did you know? I'm like, look, I'm born for this. I've been knowing that. Like, I've been practicing my interviews since, since day one. So, I mean. No, definitely. It's very obvious you like being on stage. Just like, yeah. You just have you just have a certain yeah, like, like Yeah, right? Like some people they're on stage and you know they're talking, but like Amina commands the stage. Oh, okay. You know, like, I like that. I command the stage. Like even from okay, yeah, I've seen your shows. Like even like when we went to go practice when you were singing, like Amina was center. She knew where she wanted to be and on the day she was, was at that there. Point. Like yeah. you just command you command authority. Oh thank you. Thank you very much. And in talking about relationships, mm. just a little bit about love life. Our viewers know, our audience, they know that me and Chira, well, me, I'm quite single. Chira likes to disclose it. So <laughs> very single. But it, when, since you started um, your career, do you think with friendships, do you think your love life and the way you look for love and the way people see you has also kind of changed? Um, it does. If I'm being very honest, I used to say this. Like, I was actually, I'm, I'm scared for myself that if I don't find the right person in the next few months <laughs> it might be a bit sticky because the reality is i i mean i've got big dreams and i see myself going places right and when you get to a certain point you just you just don't know who's real anymore mm. like for now i know who my friends are and i keep them in my pocket like those guys are coming with me you know but in terms of boyfriend like even even when I like I remember having an interview and they asked me like oh what's my ideal type or something like that I said I can't answer that because if I tell you if I air this only God knows in how many years yes, yeah. someone might just go digging into it and be like okay I'm gonna be I'm everything everything that she, she wants she would to be fair I would have evolved from that and doesn't yeah, necessarily yeah. mean I might be that exact um I want that exact type exactly mm-hmm. but I don't know I feel like it's just something that. I'm just trusting God. That's mm-hmm. all because there's really nothing much I can do about it. I'm, and it's not. It's also not something that's at the forefront of my mm-hmm. mind. I think one thing you mentioned about you being career driven. I think that's also important when like, you know, searching for a potential somebody. Oh, no, like if they're going to feel inferior, if they're like, this. oh, you're always on your career. Exactly. Like, yeah. I want my money. In case anything happens, it's I want to be insured for my money. about money. It's the fact that like this is something I actually enjoy. I yeah. want someone who can come into my world and be like, appreciate that. Mm, oh, no, I, I'm giving it way too much. <laughs> <laughs> but on a real though, like you, you can't be doing up like, oh, Mina, why didn't you call me? Oh, Mina, why didn't you? I'm like, yeah. boy, I have an early session tomorrow. That's what we're trying to dim your life. As yeah, yeah. Exactly. on top of that, genuinely takes an interest in you. So like, you know, they're not always asking, oh, babe, when's the next show? Or do I have to go? They're like, oh, I've already bought some seats. I'm in the front. Like yeah. someone that, you know, appreciates your craft and is always there to like, go Mina, go. Yeah. Like, you want someone But like one that. thing for sure, I ain't never gone date no one in the industry. Like that's, um. that's that. Especially if the person sings. Because we cannot be doing it. <laughs> like, like, in the house. Like, <laughs> Like, you will full on be like shouting, like, 
sing and someone just start singing. Like, <laughs> someone's like, you can't even sing. Like, I've been learning. Imagine. Someone's just like, you can't even sing. Actually, I'm like, you don't post. I have 10,000 streams. We argued about that now. I mean, what I think your like last song some, people, <laughs> some people make it work. Um, I don't know, but I just don't think I want to mix business. Because with, with the music industry, it's not one of those things where you just never know where you might be tomorrow. Like, in terms of who might need to help you or something. And you don't want it to be a situation where, okay, you've had like a messy situation with this person. And now they're the one with the power yeah. of your career. So or you even can't... like, like you said, not mixing business <clears throat> first, especially in the music industry. Like if you're both, you know, in the same thing, you're both releasing sounds, like it's going to feel a bit shit when someone's song is doing better than the other. Cause you're going no, to... I don't think that's, I mean, obviously one person is going to have to be better than no, the other. No, one person will be, but, but like, you know, one person is going to be like, I'm happy for you, but I'm also like... No, but I think that's the thing that she said that she's trying to avoid. Like, we don't want someone that's going to be like resenting for anybody that's yeah. going to yeah, yeah. No, not only that life. as well, but I'm also saying like, if, if you walked into a room, right? Okay, let's say I've dated like loads of bankers and loads of like, um, architects and stuff you know mm. doctors i would never be in a situation where i have to be in a serious meeting for my career and all of them are sitting in the room yeah. mm. okay, whereas I if i was going around dating one executive here or hmm. one this year or one the contract <laughs> one day i decide i need to work with um a certain artist or i need to you know and i get into a room or maybe I have a song with three people and mm. Their, all their managers outdated them. <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we looking at? Look at each other, like, I bought. I, bought. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the reality is that these things happen and people make it work. But me, my heart will be shaking. I don't think I can do it. Double. Yeah. Fair? Yeah. Okay, now about your career itself, do you have a favorite song or a story behind any of your songs that you're just like, mm, I just love that when I think back? I'm not exposing myself. Okay. <laughs> but my favorite song, obviously, is Jam right now. Like, Everyone loves this. Interesting. Everyone. Thank you. When me and Anu <laughs> were doing this episode, like when we were talking about it on the train, we just started singing Hold On Me. Like uh-huh. at the same time. <laughs> nah, that song. I think that's one of my favorites. Chest kiss. I think that's my yeah. favorite one. I did this thing on Spotify where I make a playlist every month of songs that I'm listening to. Hold On Me was probably for the whole of 2020. Everybody that came to my house, this is my friend. <laughs> And I feel like it was also kind of a turning point. So that's when you started kind of going yeah, into that after yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no. Back in the... Hold on mm. me. Hold on me is my fave. That's exciting. Well, you guys go listen to Hold on me and, and Jam. Jam. And then the whole EP too while you're at it. So. Yeah, so, I mean, we've all watched High School Musical. You know that part ah. where Sharpie goes... The thing where do you have any like rituals, <laughs> lucky charms, or anything like, that you do before the show starts? Just to yeah, like knock the door no. three times. I actually, like, <laughs> knock the door three times. <laughs> I actually did. That would be really cool. I don't have anything. I usually just freak out before I go on stage. <laughs> Literally, I just like I actually start shaking. Um, no matter how big, no matter how small the crowd is, mm. like I will get on stage and my legs start shaking at first, and I'm like, oh my god. And then I'm like, oh, she gets it. She just be like, I'm Alvina. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't see. I remember who I am. Like, yeah. you know, who is this girl? She's a bad girl. Okay. I'm really like trying to be clean with my words. But yeah, I'm yeah. a bad girl. We're so. family channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And in terms of, do you have any major milestones or things like that? What are you most proud of in your career so far? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever actually thought about that. Mm-hmm. 
um i feel like it's something it's something that because there's such a big picture ahead mm. i mean i count all the little successes but there's just so much i want to achieve but then again even when i get to those points i'll be looking up to other things as well so i guess if i had to pick i would say the release of jam because it's been going really well and it's only been like three weeks mm. so i'm just really happy because i'm just like okay Mm-hmm. We're, doing, mm-hmm. we're doing bits okay now what can we expect from Amina in the future what are your aspirations wildest dreams like things that are just like mm-hmm. this is what I would love like this is exactly where I want my career to be exactly where I want it to be well there's what I have in, in, in plan like what I want mm-hmm. and then there's also what God wants mm-hmm. so um, I wouldn't obviously I don't know what God wants but what i want i want i don't know that's the thing i feel like i saw this quote that was like you can't be what you can't see Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but i know for a fact like i see myself doing big things but i can't tell you what's exactly because i feel like i don't want to reduce myself to you what you can dream yeah exactly because i can say oh i want to headline coachella right and then maybe in like five years time exactly exactly you know things like that so i I don't know yeah but for now it's it's all big things we're doing big things wow all right i love this like we spoke about past present future. future oh and future i actually want to um well, I have a record label and I would like to, in the future, get some more females on the record label, you know, make make making music a bit easier for the women, especially in Nigeria. Like, I feel like now we are only just, just getting recognition. Yeah. yeah. Because for a long time, we only had Tiwa out there. Like, obviously, yeah. there were so many other people, but like, she was, she was the, the main she was the African bad girl, yeah. you know, she's yeah. forefront of female um african music but now like everyone Everybody, else is... no we have to shout out all the nigerian afro girlies yeah so medina ira star they're doing the thing, it bro. all of them as god all of them i love as god like actually like bop, like when i'm <laughs> when i'm in lagos and i'm driving on my own like someone actually like followed me once because <laughs> i was vibing and they were like i just love your energy i was like that's weird Nah, we love to see. Shout out to all of them. Big up you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. I mean, I'm gonna mix fix for all of you. Don't ah, worry. Wait, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. So we're dreaming big. Yes, we're dreaming yes, big. Yes, yes. We're dreaming big. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Now that we're done with all the career bits, mm. um, I think all yeah. the juicy yummy stuff. All the juicy stuff. Guys, we're back again with Stranger, Stranger Things, things Have Happened. Now, because... for the people that don't know what that is, it's a segment that we do at the end of all our episodes. Especially when we have guests, so we can calm them down. <laughs> we just read stories, so it could be tweets, it could be stories from Juru, it could be stories from Reddit, and we just discuss our thoughts, you know? Because there are lots of wild things that happen. Crazy things are happening. Crazy things are happening. As Ted said. So I'm just gonna... Yeah. So I'm just gonna put bring up the first one and read it out. And then we'll just give our thoughts. Okay. This one is from Mama B. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I found this story. But I don't know Mama B, but okay. I'm just good evening, Mama B. I'm currently 20 weeks pregnant for my third child. My husband mistakenly got a lady pregnant, which has been a torn in my... 
Which has been a thorn in my flesh. No, she's not as T O N. She has been a thorn in his flesh. She's six months gone. We're telling her to remove the baby, but she's insisting on carrying it. My husband has been unhappy about her refusing to remove it. Today he told me that the lady is expecting a baby boy and she will, she's going to join us at home. I can't stay in the same house with her and my <laughs> daughters. Advise me and yeah, hide my name. What do I do? How do I handle this? I'm about to lose this battle. I think this whole thing with boys and Nigerian, I just, I just, for the life of me, I can't understand this. Like, why is a boy more valued than a girl? Okay. Like, I know so many, like, you hear about so many situations where the mother-in-law is giving the wife shit because she's like, ah, that one, she had three girls, you've cost my son, like, no, before we still th- you still have three grandchildren. Before before we even grand- get there, let's start from the fact that her husband clearly cheated on her. Oh no, yeah. Okay, and her biggest concern is, is the woman getting rid of the baby. He like I feel like that's just like she has no say on what that woman decides to do. Yes, it was wrong that he cheated on her, but that's I, someone else's child. I also feel like the husband have... is double crossing. I don't think he told her to get rid of it. Because she said mm. that to, and I the fact that she's a did. boy as well, maybe she's having a girl, and if he is actually Nigerian. Or, well, actually, I'm not going to stereotype, um, stereotype anyway, yeah. but like, you know, a lot of men mm. really like their male yeah. children. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. It, it could even be a thing of maybe he originally wanted her to get rid of because him too, he was like, oh, my image. People would be like, I stepped out of this marriage. Cause mm. And what I've been like to pretend is it definitely looks bad on them as well. Yeah. And then we found out as a boy, I was like, oh, maybe mm. I could finesse mm. this story. <laughs> but where I drew the line is the whole she's coming to live with us yeah <laughs> that's, that's because disrespectful it's guys not even disrespectful it's like there's edging you out of your own house what would you now what would you even be calling her like where, 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 I, <laughs> i'm stopped like where would you even start from i feel like that's just a toxic thing to do to the kids as well because obviously the moms are gonna fight as well yeah, yeah. there's no way there's gonna be because this can never be peace. There, this wasn't an agreed um um term when we got yeah. into this marriage like you didn't tell me that okay we're going to expand it's like in all those Nollywood movies where the husband has married a wife that the mommy didn't like and she brings the girl from the village and she'll be like this is, this is the one wife. you have to marry <laughs> excuse me i don't i don't grab nah. okay What's um the and then one? the next one okay good evening mama bye why does god give us blessings and add a little sorrow to it i met someone on facebook then i traveled to see him dude is super rich but he's a dwarf Ha! <laughs> I should not matter. That's not problem. Fair. I got problem. angry because he didn't tell me his size. Because all I saw just his, I just saw his Facebook page. All, all that's on his Facebook page is his face. So when we were discussing, she knew that. Okay, no, sorry. Finish it first, and then we'll discuss. Ma, I want to know if I go ahead and marry him. Will I give birth? Oh, to wait. <laughs> 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 I didn't really jump to that. And I'm marrying him. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, we talk because we talk about marriage as well. And she said, no one should bully me. I'm four feet tall. I want to talk children. Can this work? Are there drugs to take? So, he is short and she is short. She's short too. Yeah, she's, she's four, feet. four feet. So, what's that? <laughs> so, what's sports calling to get to black? I find that. Short people. Short women. So short, some of my, let me just say short women. Some of my short friends. Because people that I know. They're the ones that are like, oh yeah, I want six, four, six, five. I won't lie. <laughs> you know the thing is, six ones. Let me, if I'm being very honest with you, me, I'm short. Everybody else is shorter, is taller than me. Mm. So if you're shorter than me, that, that's me, a problem. It's a problem. Issue. No, that's, yeah, a, that's the a thing. Problem. Like you, you're even saying, okay, the person has to be taller than you. Some people, some people will be five two and they want six four, nothing less than. <laughs> How do you want to kiss? You want to climb him? <laughs> no, but this babe, 
how did heights not even come up in their conversation if she thinks heights is so important no, I to her exactly that's it would have come up that's the thing if it's so important to you you should have come up because like, she's so immature you would have invest this much time and effort to someone yeah, and that she was considering marrying yeah. you didn't know know what the man looks like nah so no here we go you've been catfished this is that she's like, oh, should I marry him? Our children will be shot. Hello, man. She said, she said, are there drugs to take? Hello, man. Okay. I think there's a way around that. That's just, I can't lie. And that's the end. And girl, just think about your priorities. There's the money and the shortness that you're also shot. Just think about it. And then it. there's your children's lives as well. Yeah. yeah, but how sh- did she did she say how tall he was? She didn't say he so, was a dwarf. But he can't shoot down four foot. He can't shoot down four foot. <laughs> I'm sure he's like just five. Five is short though. Five is short, but she's four. That's a exactly. Whole, there's a whole foot between them, twelve inches. <laughs> nah. Anyway, okay. The last one says, "Good evening, Mama B. I don't know if I messed up or was I right in my actions. My boyfriend got a prophecy that he has jazz." That he was jazzed not to have a child. Meanwhile, before this, we've had unprotected intercourse severally and nothing happened. When this prophecy came, his mind told him to try and see if he's going to get someone pregnant. That's how we tried and it entered. I talked about abortion. He agreed and said we will abort, but at least he wants people to know he got me pregnant. And then, after five, five, oh, five, what? After five months? After five abortions. Oh, after five abortions. <laughs> I realize it can't be taken off. Now he brags, cheats, and all manner of things. To so think I've not gone home since, and now I to strike. My friends think I'm in school. <laughs> I'm 26, but <laughs> how do I do this? I don't know how you want to do it. Wait, she had five abortions. I don't know whether it's five months or five abortions. I think she means after five months, she can't. Okay, yeah, I think this is okay. This is basically the story. So she had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They were um having sex, but they never got pregnant. And then he found out that somebody told him that he's been jazzed, that he can never have children. So he was like, okay, I never have children. Let's continue having sex, no protection. Let's just keep doing our thing. So they then have sex to try it out, and then she gets pregnant. What? And then he's like, no, keep it, because I want to brag and tell everybody, and they didn't jazz me, oh, I got her <laughs> pregnant. On the keeping it, keeping it, keeping it, keeping it, she's now past five months. Oh, and now there's a problem because oh. it's too late to abort oh, him now. I think that's where the problem is. And now she says she 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 hasn't gone home because of the strike. She's only twenty six. Her parents think that she's studious. Wait, sorry, what was she thinking? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to shame this woman, but really, like, you have a mind of your own. Do you How know what? The guy told you, please you, no keep it. And he didn't even say keep it because oh, I want to take care of the child or something. He said I want keep to go and brag. I want bragging rights. I want to tell my boys. I'm not I a handbag, please. <laughs> My I issue is, and everyone should listen to me very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> if God wants you to get pregnant, I say this all the time. Is Amina I learned it from? Amina is the one that said it. You will get no pregnant. matter of unprotection. <laughs> be like protect. No protection you're gonna use is gonna help you. Look at Virgin Mary. God wants to give you a bundle of joy. He will give, give you a bundle, give of you joy. A bundle of joy. If you like, rap. If you like, don't rap. Okay, but on this podcast, we actually advocate for safe sex. No, we don't. These are also quite rapid. Five minutes of pleasure. You have a child, do watch yourself. <laughs> Children are a blessing, though. They are a blessing. They shouldn't be fucked around. Yeah, guys. Okay, guys. Well, that's all we have for you guys on this episode of the Care Package. We want to say a big thank you to Elmina. Okay. Elmina, where can we find you on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok? Give us your give us the your real apps. Elmina on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Everything pretty much, yeah. Stream jam, stream jam, <laughs> stream jam, stream jam, jam for good, good health, health. <laughs> good luck, <laughs> love your life. 
But yeah, guys, and you can find the care package at care package pod on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at the care package pod. That's Thank all we you have for so you guys. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. I had a really lovely time. I actually really enjoyed this. Okay. Yay. All right, kids. Okay, bye. This package has been signed, sealed, and delivered. Thank you.